Expose my mind to clarity Oh, my spirit shudders Capture the moment, oh, to keep my sanity And the wisdom rushing in So much clearer Welcome back to another episode of Oh Shoot and Happy Monday. I don't know if you guys can tell, but I'm recording this in the morning. I kind of like woke up like maybe an hour ago. I haven't really said a lot of words today. So you're going to hear my voice kind of warm up today and throughout this episode as I keep talking. But happy Monday. I'm so glad that you guys are here listening and welcome back to another episode. Like always, we are chatting about all things photography and this episode is no exception. We are going to be talking about expectations. Yes, yes. We are talking about expectations that you set in your head that you don't realize exist. Or maybe you do realize that they exist. So we're going to talk about what's healthy, what's not healthy. And kind of, uh, we're just going to talk through this whole idea of like setting expectations. Okay. First and foremost, I, a couple weeks ago, launched new merch and I never actually came on the podcast and like told you guys about it. And I feel like it's kind of important because I launched like an oh shoot item and you guys are literally my listeners. So I have new merch. I launched it, like I said, a couple weeks ago. I think at this point it's like two weeks ago. We have oh shoot socks and guys, they are so comfy like I wear them all the time. Like I took the product photos a while ago and I have been wearing them all the time. They're like crew socks. They're kind of high. And I just think they're perfect. Like they're cute. They have like embroidery and it says, oh shoot. Um, so yeah, oh shoot socks are now available. If you want, you know, to rub your favorite podcast on your feet, <laughs> there you go. I also have the let's go take photos hat. So I launched the let's go take photos hoodie. I think it was last fall. And then I came out with like a blue one this past spring, like in March. And now we have the hat because like, I feel like let's go take photos. It just makes sense. Like as photographers, it makes sense. Even if you're not a photographer, like it's still like a cute little saying. So it's a brown corduroy hat with like yellow embroidery. It says, let's go take photos. Super cute. I literally... (laughs) I'm wearing it all the time. I am trying to not wear hats as much because I'm like, oh, let me do my hair, whatever. But I kind of want to wear this hat all the time. It matches everything that I own. And the last thing that I launched is the personal paparazzi hoodies. So this is a brand new hoodie design and it's so cute. I liked the phrase personal paparazzi because it kind of just refers to like people that just like to take photos of other people like you don't necessarily have to be a photographer but like as a photographer I feel like I really am 
people's personal paparazzi. Like people literally hire me to follow them around all day. Um, so it's kind of a weird concept, but it definitely like describes who I am. So I have three different colors in that there's like an off white, there's a sand, it's called sandstone. And then there's like, uh, Heather gray and each of them have like different colors of print on it. So yeah, personally, I am loving the Heather gray one because the print, like the design on it is like a bubblegum pink. And I am like such a pink girl that is like perfect for me, but I do like all the other ones too. There's like a time and place for all of the hoodies. So yeah, super excited that that is available now. I've been working on specifically the hoodies for like a couple of months. I think since like January, I've been working on the design. So yeah, it's out now. Go grab it if you like some new merch. I'm also so excited to update you guys on like all of my travels that I have coming up. It's hard because because I have so many travels coming up, I can't like record these episodes in real time. Like I'm not going to bring my mic with me while I'm like in California or Mexico. Like I'm just, I'm not going to do that because I don't have, I literally do not have the space in my luggage. I pack way too much stuff. So I am batch recording some episodes right now, but when I get back, I'm so excited to tell you guys all about my trips. We're going to Mexico, upstate New York, San Francisco, Big Sur, and then back to upstate New York. So I'm super excited. I am going to like try to vlog. I think a lot of that because I haven't been super good at vlogging and I feel like it's super interesting. Like we're literally going to Mexico to shoot a wedding, but then we're staying on vacation for a couple of days and then we're flying directly from there to upstate New York for another wedding. So I'm just going to take you guys along with me. We're just going to, we're going to get into it on my YouTube channel. Okay. So that's all I have for updates for you guys. And we're going to get into today's episode, which like I mentioned, is expectations. So let's get right into it. First thing that I wanted to say, personally, I think as photographers, we expect too much from our clients. And this might be a little bit of a hot topic. (laughs) And I didn't realize it while I was writing this episode out, but this might be, some of you might not agree with me, but I personally think that we expect a lot from our clients I do think it's healthy to expect things from people, but at the same time, it's unhealthy because expectations usually lead to disappointment. So that's what we're going to talk about today. It's, it's really good to have like standards as humans. Like it's, it's good to have standards on how to treat each other. Right. But when it comes to expectations, sometimes we expect too much and our standards are too high. I don't necessarily want to say standards because I feel like that's a little bit different than expectations. But when it comes to photographers working with their clients, I do feel like we expect a lot from the people that hire us. And sometimes I feel like it should be the other way around. Like they should expect a lot from us, but I don't know if we should necessarily have the same expectations that they have, if that makes sense. So expectations lead to disappointment. And I want to stop right here and say, I actually listened to um, Emma Chamberlain's podcast episode on expectations, um, which kind of inspired me to create this episode because she was talking a lot about like what you expect from like people in your life, your friends, your family. But then as I was listening to it, I was like, wait, there is this whole unspoken world of expectations within like, photography and the photographer client relationship that 
like obviously she she didn't talk about that but like it just really made me start to think about like okay what do we expect from our clients and what do they expect from us and like what's healthy what's unhealthy so that's on her podcast anything goes if you like want to go listen to her podcast about what what to expect from like human beings I'm specifically just talking about like photographers and their clients so back to it when you expect too much you end up being disappointed right like it's it's really hard to think about but like ultimately that's kind of the truth like if you expect your client to I don't know bring a bunch of these props and like be 15 minutes early to their photo shoot and you expect them to be perfectly photogenic and like know how to pose themselves whatever you're going to be disappointed because you have all these super high expectations and like that's not real life you know, like not everyone's the same as someone that you've worked with previously. So I think a lot of the times we like to set up like scenarios in our head when it comes to photography clients. Like let's say you have a wedding tomorrow and you're thinking about the wedding and you just, you expect the the day to go a certain way. Like you expect, I don't know, like family photos to go smoothly and like you're picturing it in your head and then you show up and like the space that they want to do family photos is like not super picturesque. And so you're disappointed. Um, so I do feel like we set up kind of these scenarios in our head, especially when you're kind of starting out in photography, we like to really think through, okay, how do I want this session to go or this wedding? Like what poses am I going to do? What locations am I going to bring them to? And we have this picture in our head of how it's going to go. But if we expect it to go perfectly like that, you're going to be disappointed because you can't, you literally cannot in your head visualize how something's going to happen. Like we, this is not that so Raven. Like you cannot predict the future. <laughs> like your expectations at that point are probably too high because you're just making things up in your head about how you want things to go. We expect every person and every client to have the same personality and the same tendencies and the same traits and priorities, but that's not the case like at all. And I think at the end of the day, that really is what it boils down to is we, you know, let's say we have one client that's like the perfect client and it's just like the best experience ever. Like you just love working with them. Like that is how you expect every client following to be like, If you're expecting every single client to be like that, you're going to be disappointed because you are working with, at the end of the day, individual humans and you're not working with like robots. So like everyone's different. Everyone prioritizes different things. In the end, when it comes to setting expectations, the person that's going to get hurt the most in this client photographer relationship is going to be you. You are going to be hurt the most because you have expectations set way too high. And you know, that's, that's a hard standard to meet. Like not everyone's going to meet that. And in the end, it's you that's going to be hurt. Like ultimately maybe your client doesn't even know that you have these expectations or your client just like doesn't care or, you know, they can get over it super quickly. If you address it, like you are the one that's probably going to hold on to it a little bit longer. So in the end, setting expectations too high actually is going to hurt you more than it's probably going to hurt them. So don't set yourself up to be hurt, right? When you set expectations before meeting someone or like knowing anything about them, you're basically just setting yourself up to be disappointed. And 
I think that's kind of how it is in life in general. Like don't expect something to happen. Like don't just don't expect anything. Like that's kind of the lesson that I've learned, like working with people and capturing them. Like you can't expect anything you can't expect like I've even shown up and like the location that we wanted to use like was no longer available like you you literally can't expect anything to work out okay (laughs) which is horrible to say but like truly that is how it goes instead come into every client inquiry every you know project come into it with an open mind and a clean slate so that you are just happy with how every result turns out when you come into things with an open mind and you're not like oh I expect this person to respond to me within 24 hours with every email if you don't have the expectation you're like I just I just want to be able to communicate with this person in a healthy way like I'm not putting a time limit on it like I just want to be able to communicate with them, period. Like I'm not going to expect a response time, let's say. That is when you're not going to be disappointed. And I mean, even this specific scenario, something that I've dealt with, I know like my sister is getting into wedding planning. She's dealing with this. When you expect a certain response time or, um, you know, like a certain amount of energy or input or opinion, that some you you want someone to have like an opinion or input and they just don't have any or they just don't have a response period like that's really hard but like don't don't set the expectation in the first place and then you know you won't you won't be disappointed just come into it with a clean slate and i do want to say a little disclaimer like i do think it, it's healthy to have like standards like okay if you're working with a client They should respond to you at some point, maybe not within 24 hours or 48 hours, but like it shouldn't take four months to get a response from someone, you know, but at the same time, like, like I said, you don't need to expect them to respond like right away. Like they have a life as well. So I think that's something, um, to keep in mind, like come into client photographer relationships with an open mind and a clean slate so that you're not like uber disappointed when something doesn't work out exactly how you expected it to. So I wanted to give you guys an example of healthy expectations and kind of like something that happened to me. So I might've talked about this on the podcast before, but this is the first thing that comes to my head um, when I think about like expectations. So this is an example of like healthy expectations. Okay. Like something that like personally I think was like healthy for me to expect, but it still like disappointed me a little bit. So I booked a wedding and, um, you know, it was like a year ago I booked it and then I'm coming up on the wedding day and I have like an automation for all of my weddings. And basically I send out a questionnaire 30 days before the wedding and just ask my client to fill it out. So I sent the questionnaire and I was like, you know, getting closer to the wedding day. It was like now two weeks out and I'm like, oh, I still haven't gotten that questionnaire back. So I just reminded them like, hey, could you fill out this questionnaire? Then we come up on a week before the wedding. And I, I want you guys to know, like this was like a little while ago. This is not like anything recent. Um, so we come up on a week with the questionnaire and I'm like, OK, like I need this questionnaire back. And still I didn't get any response or like an acknowledgement. I think they opened it, but like that was it. 
So then like a couple of days before I'm like, okay, I really need this questionnaire back. Like if I don't get a questionnaire back within a couple of days, like it, it we're kind of risking me not like actually knowing what I need to know in order to shoot a wedding like good or well. So like I need the questionnaire basically to do my job well. So I'm like low key freaking out at this point. Um, so, you know, it's a couple days before now I'm like finding them on Instagram, messaging them, texting them. I'm like just trying to communicate with them because I'm like, yo, I got to get this questionnaire back. Like I need to know this info. Um, the night before the wedding and the, the reason that this was so crazy was because I didn't know like the exact address of where this wedding was. Like I knew kind of the city and they like, they gave me the name of the venue, but literally I was Googling it and I could not find it. Um, like I, I don't, it was like some private venue that apparently like isn't on Google, but I was freaking out. I was like, I cannot find this venue. I don't know where to go. So the night before the wedding, literally like 8 PM the night before I get the questionnaire back and you know, it was filled out how I needed it to be filled out. Like I had my addresses, I had my start time, I had a little bit of a timeline and I was like, okay, this is fine. I can work with this, but I was literally so stressed. And my expectation was to have that questionnaire within like a week of the wedding, you know, but I just wasn't met. I do think that's a healthy expectation you know, to have at least a little bit of input from your client, like you can't, you can't read their mind. Like I, I, I'm not going to be able to just figure out on my own where their wedding is. Like if they don't tell me like that's on them. And that's actually something that's in my contract. Like it says, if you don't give me like ample info, like enough info that I need a week before your wedding, I cannot guarantee that like the photos are going to turn out. Like literally that's in my contract because it's like, you have to give me the info in order for you know, it to work out and me actually be able to do my job. So this is an example of like an expectation that I would say is healthy and what it it is in my contract. Um, but still like there literally was nothing I can do. And I would say, yeah, I was pretty disappointed. Um, but this would be an example of like, I don't know. Like I, I would say like at this point it's mostly on the client, not so much on me. I do think it was a little bit my fault. And I think one of the reasons it was my fault was because I didn't like get enough info from them from the start. So like when they booked me, they just told me like the city of the wedding and they didn't, they, they gave me like a general idea of where it would be, but like I never actually got the venue name, which I should have before that. Like the reason I was freaking out was because I didn't like have good enough communication up until that point. So that was one thing. And I also think like it wasn't my fault though, because like it's healthy to know details before a photo shoot. Like it's healthy to know certain things um, before you just show up and start shooting. I don't need, I don't necessarily need to know your whole life story, but I do need like literally an address and a start time. Those are like the two things that I, you really, you just need. Cause otherwise it's like, I don't know where I'm going. So that was an example of a time that I feel like my expectations were pretty healthy, but still my client dis- was disappointing me. 
and I don't like the term, like they were disappointing me. I don't necessarily love how that sounds because it kind of sounds like a, a parent child relationship. That's not really, that's not what it is. But I mean, I can't really think of another word other than, yeah, I was like disappointed. I think I was also just like really stressed about the whole thing. And yeah, that can be kind of hard to deal with when you're just trying to do your job and your client is kind of keeping you from doing that because they're not responding to you. So the question, the first question I want to ask you guys, are you expecting too much from your potential clients? So we're going to talk about like your actual clients in a minute, but I wanted to start by asking, are you expecting too much from people who haven't booked you yet? So one of the things that I automatically think about when we think about expectations is expecting responses from people when they reach out and inquire, expecting um, a response within a certain time frame or expecting a response period. Um, I think a lot of the times when potential clients reach out to us, we kind of get emotionally attached. And when you're getting emotionally attached, you're setting expectations, the expectation that they're going to respond to my pricing and they're going to book with me and I'm going to shoot whatever it is they're inquiring about. That is an expectation you set when you start getting emotionally attached to these inquiries that you're getting. And I kind of think that is an unhealthy expectation. I think your expectations are too high at that point. Like they reached out and like, you know, filled out a form on your website. And then all of a sudden it's like, you're expecting them to pay thousands of dollars. Like you're expecting them to respond to you. And like, all they did was say, Hey, I'm interested. They didn't say like, yes, I'm going to, or anything like that. Um, so first thing that I want to address is like, you might be expecting too much from those inquiries that you get right away. Like you might be expecting too much from inquiries, period. Like you're expecting someone to respond to you, get back to you, book you like that. Th that's honestly like when you get an inquiry, you can't expect that. Like it is just an inquiry. It's pretty common for people to reach out to a bunch of vendors or a bunch of photographers and then like decide on one and maybe it's not you. So don't expect a response. Honestly, like if someone responds back, great. That is awesome. Like you are able to start a conversation about someone working with you. But at the end of the day, you can only do so much to get a response from someone. You could have the best initial email ever. You could really prompt conversation in that email, like really get into it and like ask them questions and like really prompt that response. But at the end of the day, it is on them if they want to respond to you. I also think sometimes we expect potential clients to like want to hop on a phone call before booking or like just hopping on a phone call in general. Like you can't expect that either. Like some people like phone calls, some people don't. So like don't expect that from potential clients. Um, getting emotionally attached to people, like don't do that. <laughs> That's not great. I think... A lot of the times we expect potential clients to like owe us a response. It's like you reached out to me on my website. I am carefully crafting a response to you and I'm putting time and energy into this response. And then I expect you to respond to me. You owe me at least that much. Like I feel like that is kind of a common mentality within 
the photography space is like, I, you owe me at least a response. And I would say no one really owes you anything. They haven't put money down. Like they've simply just reached out to you. Um, maybe if someone's kind of dragged you on a little bit, like let's say they've said that they want, they want to work with you. Like they're like semi contracts, like, yes, let's do this. And then they don't respond to you. That's, that's kind of rude, but like you cannot expect anything literally until it's booked and secured and you have the money and like you have contracts signed. You know what I'm saying? Like people don't owe you anything. Just like you don't owe anything to them. If they inquire and like they want, you know, to work with you, but let's say it's not a good fit for whatever reason, you don't owe them anything either. So why do they owe you something in return? So let's lower our expectations on that one. Our potential clients, they don't owe us anything. Okay. They don't owe us a response. They don't owe us anything like they're hiring you. So if they want to work with you, they will let you know. Okay. I just had to stop recording real quick. Um, because my camera that I record these podcasts on literally overheats and like dies after like 25 minutes. So I always have to turn it off and then like pick back up where I left off. So here we are. We're back. Um, we were talking about getting emotionally attached to your inquiries and just not expecting anything from them. Like they don't owe you anything. I want you to remember that potential clients don't understand the industry like you do. So they don't really know what it's like to be ghosted by these people that reach out and tell you all about their wedding day or all about their photo shoot. And like, you're asking them to get into detail on your inquiry form. You know, you're really asking them to dive into it. You want to know the details about it. But then when you do that, like it opens up the door for you to emotionally set expectations of you picturing yourself in their wedding day, shooting their day, like, or shooting their photo shoot, you're picturing yourself there. And that's where the expectations and disappointment starts coming into place. Um, so they don't, they don't know what it's like for someone to fill out a super great inquiry form and like really go into detail and then like get ghosted and like not get a response. Like they don't, they don't understand like the feeling of getting multiple inquiries a day and then like none of those inquiries responding to you. Um, so that's hard. And just remember like, they're not, they're not necessarily doing it like intentionally. Um, like they're, that's just kind of how, like, I feel like society works. Like people are just bad at responding. Like I'm bad at responding. Basically every single person I know that I text, like, takes at least a couple of hours to respond. Like, I think that's just how it goes, you know? So people are just bad at responding and it's, it's not that deep, truly. Um, I think when it comes to like getting ghosted and setting expectations, it can be easy to send follow-ups and honestly to overdo it with your follow-up emails. And at that point, like it seems mm, for lack of a better term, like a little desperate when you are, following up so much, like, let's say you send like four follow-up emails, like at that point, they're not responding to you. So let's set the expectation low, like keep those expectations low and send one, maybe two follow-ups and that's it. Like I've had people who, you know, I, I respond to an inquiry. 
and they don't get back to me. I send a follow up and they're like, oh my gosh, so sorry. I totally forgot to respond. We went with someone else or like, oh, I'd love to hop on a call and chat more. I've had that happen. You know, like it's, it's not uncommon for people to forget that they didn't respond to you. However, you know, after like multiple offenses, two, three, four follow-ups, they're not responding to you. So let's just set the expectation low and like, just don't even, don't even follow up that much. Okay. Don't overdo it. When you get ghosted, I, I just want to say like, usually it's not you. Like you are not the reason that someone is ghosting you. Most likely it is a result of them just like vibing and finding someone else that they feel like fits their picture better and like fits what they want better. It's about them. It's not about you. It's, it's never about you. Okay. Like at the end of the day, if they end up going with someone else, it's because they felt like that other person was a better fit for them. And you don't want people to book you that like you're a second option. Like you don't want people to book you that don't feel like you are the best fit for them. So kind of take it as a good thing. When someone chooses to go with someone else, like that client wasn't meant for you anyway. You don't want people to book you that like don't genuinely want to work with you. So that's kind of just a little side tangent on, on getting ghosted and stuff. But I do feel like to kind of like bring it back full circle. A lot of the times when you, when you get ghosted, you're expecting a lot from your potential clients and like, it's not healthy. So let's stop expecting so much from the people who reach out to you and haven't, they haven't paid a retainer. They haven't signed a contract. They don't owe you anything. So like, let's stop expecting them to owe you something. Okay. Like, let's just, let's just stop. Now I will say it is kind of, human decency. Like if you get four emails in a row of like, Hey, did you see this? Hey, did you see this email? Hey, like it is kind of human decency to just respond really quickly and be like, Hey, thanks for like getting back to me. I'm going with someone else. You know, it, it takes like two seconds to type that out, but sometimes people just don't prioritize that. And it is what it is. So it would be nice to get at least like a one sentence response but like, they don't even owe you that in my opinion. So let's talk about, are you expecting too much from the people who have already booked you? So we've touched on inquiries and like people who are interested in your services, but now let's talk about the people who like actually decided I want to book you. I've put the deposit down. I've signed the contract. Are you giving too much homework? (laughs) Yep. I said it. Are you expecting them to do so much for you to the point where it's like overwhelming and like, they don't have the time. Like I have been in scenarios where I've booked a like service or whatever, and they expect so much from me. I'm like, I am so overwhelmed. And I think a lot of the times it it's overwhelming to the point where that's when I stop like responding and like, I'm just like, I'm frozen with how overwhelmed I am. So are you expecting too much from them? Are you giving them too much homework? Are you asking too many questions on a questionnaire? Are you emailing them just way too many times? Are you, I don't know, just like overdoing it. Are you giving them too much homework? Are you offering ways to help with the homework? So 
I do think it's, it's okay to ask your client to fill out a questionnaire or, um, I don't know, to hop on a phone call with you, whatever, but you need to be willing to help them with that. Like for the questionnaire, when I send my questionnaire to people, I understand it is lengthy. Like I ask every single question under the sun because that is what's going to help me do my job best. But at the same time, when I send my questionnaire email, I literally say like, if you need help filling this out, please let me know. We can hop on a call and, you know, we can figure this out together. I can help you figure out like what your answer is to this or that, because it does feel like homework to be honest. And a lot of the times when you're planning a wedding, like the amount of things that your vendors are asking for is just so overwhelming. Like your caterer is asking how many people are going to be there? Who's gloom-free? Who's vegetarian? Who, who wants this? Who wants that? Your florist is asking, where does the arch go? Like how many centerpieces do you want? How many of this? How many of that? Um, can you pay this, pay that? And like potential clients, not potential clients, <laughs> current clients, are dealing with a lot. Like they are coordinating a lot, especially with weddings. Wedding clients are just overwhelmed. So don't expect too much from them when it comes to the homework that you're giving them. You might need to help them fill out a questionnaire. You might need to help fill in the blanks because they might not literally know the answer. Also remember you are the professional. So maybe you have better insight as to like what they should do. You know, like maybe you have better insight on whether or not they should do a first look or, um, if they should extend their coverage, you know, like, I feel like you as the professional have a little bit of input in that. So it might be good, like for the experience of both of you to both chip in and put an effort so that you're not expecting your client to, do, you know, two hours worth of filling out a questionnaire when like in reality, maybe you should have just hopped on a call and helped them out. And that would have just made their life easier. So when it's one sided like that, like when you are sending a questionnaire or emailing your client a million times, like that's very one sided and just make sure that like it's two sided, like you are helping however you can, you know, you're offering locations, you're offering an outfit guide. You're just making it so that like you are giving them a great experience and you're not expecting basically them to plan a whole session by themselves. You're not expecting them to know the best places to shoe or the best outfits to wear or the best timeline to have for their wedding. Don't expect them to know that because they are like, they, they don't do this all the time. You do it all the time. So remove that expectation and honestly offer to help out. Like, I think that's going to give your client the best experience ever is when you are actually offering your expertise, like that, that's the way to do it. Um, so when, okay. So I said that like, obviously it's not one-sided like client and photographer relationship is definitely two-sided but they do need to respond to you. Okay. Like, like I mentioned in my story earlier about my bride who just like didn't give back to me. Like you can expect people to respond to you. Okay. Like at the very least expect a response, but you need to give them like the right things to respond to. So you need to be prompting a response from them and kind of like not expecting them to know everything that they need to know about a photo shoot or how to plan it or how to plan a wedding or, you know, a photography timeline. 
but prompting them to think like, do you want a first look? Do you want to do um, bridal party photos before or after, family photos before or after the ceremony? And just getting them thinking about those things so then you can do your job of constructing a timeline or you can do your job of picking a location. If you ask like, what are you picturing for your shoot? Do you want downtown? Do you want trees? And they say, oh yeah, I want trees. Then you can go and be like, okay, here's some spots. Which one do you like? Um, don't expect them just to know all the things that you know, okay? Most people have a lot to wor- worry about besides photography um, when it comes to a wedding day and not a wedding day. So if you're doing just like a photo shoot or a session or you're actually doing a full wedding, obviously when it comes to weddings, we've got other vendors, you know, details like that for sessions. Like there's so many other things that your clients are worrying about. Um, you know, if they have families, like they're coordinating kids, if it's an engagement session, like they're trying to figure out, you know, a scheduled with their spouse or whatever. Like there's just life that goes on beyond a photo shoot and beyond a wedding. So keep that in mind. And like, don't expect people to be robots. Like, at the end of the day, things happen, like life happens, traffic, like you, like literally things happen. So just don't expect them to be perfect people and then we won't be disappointed. I think like the, my main message out of all of this, like if there's one thing that I want to say is it's just to give your clients grace. Um, I think it's really easy to get caught up in this like me, me, me mentality as a photographer. Like, um, like it's all about me and like, like, am I being fed on a wedding day? Like, am I like, I don't know, like, am I getting the shot that I want? Like, am I whatever? Like it's okay. I said, am I being fed on a wedding day? It's good to be fed on a wedding day. So that's a good expectation to have. But you know, like there are, there's this selfish me mentality when it comes to photography. Um, and I just, I want to just put it out there that like your clients deserve grace and they're humans. And like, it's not all about you. Like ultimately like give them grace because there, there's other things going on and like, don't expect them to be this perfect client because no one's perfect. Your clients are real people and they're just like you and I, they make mistakes. They have things going on. Um, don't expect them to be perfect and they won't expect the same thing from you. I think like the amount that you expect from your clients is kind of a lot. And imagine if they expected that same amount from you. Okay. So let's, let's kind of flip the roles here. The amount that you expect from your clients is what they expect from you. Like I'm pretty sure a lot of clients expect a lot from you as well. Um, so ask yourself, are you putting in the same level of energy, time, intentionality that your clients are putting into you? So you're asking your clients, you know, all a million details about their photo shoot, you're, um, you know, you're expecting a lot from them. I can't think of like in the moment, like exactly what we're expecting a lot from, but there's a lot that we expect from our clients. Now let's flip, flip it around. And what do they expect from you? Like they expect 
that you are getting excited about their session or wedding. So ask yourself, like, are you excited? Like, are you taking notes about what makes them unique? Are you, when you're jumping on these phone calls that you're asking these people to do, are you taking notes about these calls? Like, are you intentionally making sure that you know these details about them that you're telling them? As photographers, we work with a lot of people. Like if you are shooting weddings and sessions, like you have a lot of people that you interact with. So are you making notes and making sure that you are able to remember those things that they're telling you, like about their dog buddy or about how they just moved here from California? Like just, just little things like that, I feel like make such a huge difference. And they, they expect you to remember those things. Like you know, they, they know that you talk to a lot of people, like they know that's your job, but like, think about when you're, let's say, I don't know, buying a house, like you expect your realtor to remember, like you want a three bedroom house or you want this location. How are they going to remember that? Well, they probably have notes on you. Okay. Take notes on your clients. That's probably something that they just expect from you. It's just like normal human to human, things that you're going to remember about them. Um, And I think like it's important to just like think about what your clients expect from you. They expect a response time. That's good. Like and fast ish, like they, they're going to expect that from you. Um, They're also going to expect quality images. They're going to expect a quality experience. Um, So I think when you kind of don't expect as much from them in return, they're not going to expect as much from you. And I think like clients probably expect a little bit less from us because they're not like dealing with photographers every single day. So they don't really know what to expect, but we're dealing with clients every single day. So we, we have expectations whether or not you want to admit it. We all have these expectations in our head of like how the perfect client is going to act or whatever. So kind of put yourself in their shoes and think like, what are they expecting from you? And how can I meet their expectations and be the photographer that they expect me to be? Um, Obviously, like if they have unhealthy expectations, like, I don't know, they expect you to um, be cool with them. I don't know, like being 30 minutes late or something like that. Like that's not necessarily the vibe, right? But like, most of the time their expectations are probably going to be pretty healthy. So let's also think about like, how can we help meet their expectations or tear down their expectations so that we're kind of both on a clean slate and like we're coming into this photo shoot or this wedding with an open mind. You know, if they're expecting someone that, you know, takes super posed and like, um, like stiff images, you can set the expectation to be like, Hey, this is how I pose. Like I'm super fluid, love lots of movement. And then they still book you. Like you've kind of set that expectation like lower and you've kind of, you've kind of wiped that slate clean because you've communicated on the expectation. You've made it very clear, like here, here's what's going to happen. Um, and you know, you're, you're kind of telling them what to expect rather than leaving it open for them to make their own expectations in their head. Um, I think that's actually like a really, that's a good point, Cassidy, good job. (laughs) Like you need to communicate your, like how things work on your end so that they know what to expect. They don't over expect, like if anything, like because you've told them everything that they need to know to expect those like expectations are kind of just like where you've set them. So yeah, that, that is, 
today's episode. Remember, like expectations are really tricky and everyone's human. Let's lower our expectations so that we're not disappointed and don't expect so much from your clients. You know, we don't want them to expect like uh, so much stuff from us. Like we kind of want that blank slate. So have that blank slate with them and don't try to fit them into a mold. Everyone's different. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope I didn't make you like kind of not mad, but like I hope I didn't like spark any negative feelings. I really just wanted to clear the air and kind of just bring up this topic that I've been thinking about. It's really healthy to look inward and like evaluate yourself as a business owner and as a photographer. So that's that's what we did on today's episode. Sometimes it's tough, sometimes it's not. And I'm glad that you guys listened all the way to the end. Um, so just to wrap it up, I would love for you guys to rate and review the podcast if you haven't already. That means so much to me, just hearing your feedback and seeing if you guys like it. Like I literally love to see all of your kind words. So we'll love for you to do that. Other than that, guys, I will see you the next time I decide to record and we've got some life updates for you. So have a great rest of your day and thanks for listening. Expose my mind to clarity. Oh, my spirit shudders. Capture the moment uh, to keep my sanity and the wisdom rushing in. So much clearer Shadows is my composure. All the layers above, all the edits and tweaks, I know her. I am so done, need more time developing in my red room. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand, whatever the moment, wherever we stand, I'm taking. It doesn't matter wherever I am on the top of the mountain or down in quicksand Whatever the moment, wherever we stand I'm taking you, taking you, taking you Getting a little bit higher With every step I take I'm getting good Getting a little bit better I'm climbing to the top Never gonna stop finding We're gonna stop finding good old shoes